You're listening to the Q's Podcast, episode 57. Thank you so much for joining us on the Q's Podcast, everybody. If this is your first time you found us, welcome, and thank you for joining us. We use this forum to generate dialogue with credit union industry leaders and cross-industry experts for a wide range of perspectives on trends and topics relevant to you. I'm your host, James Lenz, Q's Professional Development Manager. If you have questions or feedback about this show or the Q's Podcast in general, you can reach us at podcast at cues.org. In today's episode, I'll speak with two experts on media relations. First, my colleague, Lisa Hograff, Q's senior editor, who's a big fan of credit unions. She'll explain her belief that credit unions can get a lot of mileage out of knowing and working with the local media. With many years' experience working as a journalist, Lisa shares best practices from a working editor's point of view. Then Sharon Renault, public relations manager at Delta Community Credit Union, joins me to discuss the credit union's successful speakers bureau and other ways she builds relationships with the media. Some key takeaways from this episode include... While you'll benefit from working to gain trust, not just selling, but by providing a solution or helping to solve a problem. The value of researching the publication or the broadcast show you're targeting before you call an editor or a producer. And best practices used by two credit unions. Let's quickly jump to my first interview with senior editor Lisa Holgraf. Hey, Lisa. Welcome. So glad to have you on the show. Thank you, James. It's great to be here. It is so great to have you on the show, not only because you're a longtime contributor to Q's, you know, an actual Q'ser, but the subject we are going to talk about today, I think will be so valuable to our listeners, something that I think that can really propel a credit union organization forward in their local community. The subject is also something that I simply don't hear a lot of people talking about. And as you know, I am referencing how credit unions can get positive press in their local markets, the kind of press that builds both reputation and business. I think this episode will provide a lot of inspiration and get credit union leaders thinking about how they can leverage their own staff, you know, to serve as subject matter experts in their community. So on that note, I often start the show with a little bit of inspiration by asking guests if they have a mantra or success quote that they live by professionally. So Lisa, do you have one that you'd be willing to share with our listeners? Absolutely. My mantra is we're all learning. That mantra for me applies to to me, obviously, to my coworkers, bosses, customers, our business partners. Let me tell you, it really applies to my spouse and my kid. But when we frame all situations in the idea that people are learning, it drives away fear so we can better do the things we want to do. I like that. Excellent. Because it gives you comfort then and maybe patience to ourselves and others, you know, that we're always continuing to learn. Great. Thanks for sharing. Yes, I really think it adds patience. So Lisa, let's go ahead and give the listeners a little bit of an opportunity to get to know you more. As senior editor of Q's, I think a lot of listeners might be curious, what kind of things are you involved with with your role? What does a typical week look like? What types of work do you focus on? I'm really lucky, James, because like my mantra might suggest, I'm learning all the time. And it's really obvious in my job. 
because I learn a lot when I'm reading a manuscript in preparation for the next issue of our magazine, Credit Union Management, or if I'm interviewing someone for something I'm going to write for the Q Skybox blog, I get to learn from them. I learn when I talk with vendors about how their products help credit unions. And I learn every single day when I read the credit union news and consider the impact it will have on Q's members. So I do lots of different things. I do the magazine. I do Skybox. I do our Q's Director Edge membership newsletter. But in all of them, I'm learning, and I love that. It's great to see how your passion fits so well with your work. You're a great team member, and we're definitely lucky to have you. Thanks. So, so much importance is placed on selling, you know, selling what your credit union offers in terms of products and services. And this is really important, but people don't want to be sold to. A better angle might be for your credit union to be problem solver or a solution provider. Why might this perspective be a more positive approach to not only retaining your current members, but also attracting new members as well? I think we see our own friends and family members in our personal networks looking for help all the time. Think about what you see on Facebook. Boy, I need someone to paint my house. And they post it to Facebook so that they can have friends and people they trust to recommend them. So they need something done, they need the painting, but they would like it to come from someone recommended. In other words, they'd like to trust the person that they're going to hire to do the job. So for credit unions, it's similar. Members don't really want to know about the details of your mortgage product. They want to buy a house. So they're going to turn to their friends and family on social media sometimes and say, hey, you know, who do you like the best for getting a mortgage or for getting a consumer loan? What are some ways credit unions can help the local media see your staff members as experts who provide solutions and help people solve financial problems? I think a key way to help your staff members get picked up by local media as subject matter experts is for the editors of the publications or broadcast uh, stations that you're interested in to actually know the people that run them. So getting to know the editors or the reporters or the producers involved in those outlets. I think some key ways to get to know them are to do your research up front before you reach out to them. So like I was talking about before, this is your chance to learn. Spend some time on their websites or reading the publication. You'll want to look at the advertisers. You'll want to look at who their audience members really are. And then when you pick up the phone to actually call the editor or the producer of the show, you can say, so I did this research into your broadcast show or your publication. And based on what I know, I wanted to see if you might be interested in blank, whether that's an interview with your chief lender or whether that's a story you've written about something your credit union has done in the community. So it sounds like you don't need to come into the conversation cold. Instead, do a little investigating where your content might be best served in the media outlet. What are some more tactical methods to doing each of the examples? Can you get into some of the details using the examples you just provided? Sure. Um, one of the things I encourage uh, people that are prospecting being in the media to do is to think about what's timely at the time that they're reaching out. I can give you a specific example so right now we're heading into summer and a lot of people are working on their houses. 
So because of that, it's possible that local publications in your credit union's market might be interested in information about how people can make home equity lines of credit available to them. And so you could position your person in charge of that as an expert and say, hey, John Smith could write an article about that or John Smith could give an interview about that. And because it's timely, because it's something people are actually working on at the present time, it becomes even more enticing to an editor or a producer. Excellent. So being relevant, super key there. Great example. Are there some ideas that you came across that some credit unions are doing right now that might be especially inventive and resourceful and had a positive impact on market reach? I was really impressed recently uh, when I came across an interview that was published in the Coloradan publication. Uh, I actually reached out to Susan Green at Elevations Credit Union and I asked her, is this by any chance an example of an effort you've been making to reach out to your local media and to get into the local media? And it was wonderful to talk with her and email with her about what they've been doing at Elevations because they're actually expanding into a different part of their market. And they did several different things to do that effectively. But one of the things they did was to establish a better relationship than what they'd previously had with a newspaper in that new market. And so what I saw, this interview where their expert was quoted, was the result of that effort. More details about that are in a story on Qs.org right now called Inside Marketing, Committed to Community. I actually have that article up on my screen right now. To read the article online, go to Qs.org slash 0518 Inside Marketing. Again, Qs.org slash 0518 Inside Marketing. You can get some more details on that by visiting the URL. Lisa, I must say, I've seen a couple of credit unions host their own mini podcast or set of audio recordings. They have a file on their organization's website. The short recordings were organized by topic. Lisa, is that a means also to connect with members and potential members by, you know, providing this audio resource on topics that may be relevant to them? I think that a podcast is a, a nice option, a different option that people can consume at different times of day and in different locations, like their cars, than traditional either print publications or online publications. So, if you have a podcast, if you have the steam, and if you have someone who's in that vein and can do a nice job of being your host, I think having a podcast is a lovely way to bring more options for how your members and potential members could connect with you. Yeah, if the success of the Q's podcast is any indication, lots of people are very interested in consuming information via the podcast channel. Yeah, it's a great media, and as you said, available 24-7. It's really learning on demand. Do you, Lisa, have any final comments regarding the use of credit union staff as subject matter experts in the community? Sure, James. Thanks so much for having me in to talk about one of my favorite topics. It's really a, a wonderful opportunity for credit unions to leverage the local media to get their messages out there. When you buy an ad, you have to pay for it. You have full, full control over it when you buy it. But the upside of using a public relations opportunity to get your message out is that it carries the credibility of the publication that you're putting it out in. So, for example, in the case of Elevations Credit Union that we were talking about, when the newspaper carries an interview with one of their subject matter experts, then people give it that much more credibility 
because it comes in from a trusted source. Not that a credit union isn't a trusted source, but I think we all trust a third party telling us information more than the company that might be selling a product or service. So I really encourage credit unions to get out there and talk to their local media and position themselves as experts on personal finance, because that's what they really are. Lisa, it was fun. I appreciate you sharing your perspective with our listeners. I think there's a lot of great opportunities for credit unions and organizations to really make a step forward and join and be partners with the media so they can benefit their community members and also benefit the bottom line. Thanks for having me, James. All right, folks, we are not quite done yet. We actually have a addition to the show. We have another guest coming up here in just a few seconds here. I wanted to bring in someone who works in a credit union to get an additional perspective, uh, to get a voice out there. So I have brought in a public relations manager, Sharon Renault. She is the public relations manager for Delta Community Credit Union. Sharon, welcome to the show. Hey, James. It's great to be here. We are talking about a topic that is very dear to you and your organization, and you offer some expertise, I think, that a lot of credit unions, not just in the United States, but around the world, could really benefit from. So I have just a few questions to ask you, and excited to hear your responses. How do you leverage your credit union experts in your community? Well, at Delta Community Credit Union, we, we leverage our in-house experts in many ways including through the Delta Community Credit Union Speakers Bureau. And this is a bureau that we created just a few years ago. It includes most of our executives as well as some other subject matter experts from within Delta Community who we make available to speak to civic and professional groups and nonprofit organizations in the communities we serve as well as the news media. And we try to make sure local news reporters and editors are aware of this this resource, really, that we're offering by just letting them know about it. We build relationships with the news media and offer them interviews with these people on a wide array of topics. And what areas of content are media outlets most interested in? Over the past four years that we've had the Speakers Bureau, we've provided interviews for an array of topics, but what we find most reporters want to talk about are financial advice for their consumers, the people who read their newspapers or watch their TV news programs, and tips for consumers, especially lately regarding fraud prevention and account protection. We also have been able to place some interviews or, or gotten placement about financial literacy, and when I say that, that includes a wide range of topics. For example, we've done stories about how a good credit score can help you save money and sometimes even get a job. Hmm. Or last year, we did a Valentine's Day story. We provided content and an interview with one of our subject matter experts to Fox 5 Atlanta about how a good credit score and financial literacy and a financial philosophy can help save your romantic relationships. <laughs> we even regularly get media placement for stories about branch anniversaries at our local branches or, of course, you know, the common scholarship and grant awards and new mm -hmm. branch opening ribbon cuttings that everybody can do. Wonderful. Now, how many different staff from your organization would you see are involved in outreach in some level through the media? 
Well, the Delta Community Speakers Bureau includes 14 executives and other members of our leadership team who we identified as subject matter experts or SMEs. So those are the people who are routinely promoted on our website and when I call my contacts in the media to say, hey, do you need somebody to talk about this? But if a news outlet requests an expert in an area that isn't represented by someone on our panel or if a designated spokesperson isn't available, I'll find someone else from Delta Community who can address that topic and or even provide background information to the reporter. Oh, this is really insightful. So let's say if this concept is new to credit unions and they are listening to this podcast right now, and they're excited about the idea of, you know, possibly implementing efforts to connect more with the media, you know, to, to really add value also to the community. How would you recommend credit unions best develop that relationship with media outlets? Well, I'm glad you mentioned, you know, the idea of people or credit unions getting excited about having relationships with the media, because I do think it's important to connect with the media. And it's important to start connecting with news reporters and building those relationships before you face a situation in which you must deal with them, such as if you have some type of crisis when they're calling you. We started developing our Speakers Bureau as well as our own list of news organizations that serve the local areas where our credit unions members live. So over time, I've created this working list of local newspaper reporters, radio stations, TV reporters, and even bloggers who write about the financial services industry or just finances or education and nonprofits because as a credit union, we support a lot of nonprofits in the communities we serve. And I also take care to read those newspapers, so I have a feel for the different kinds of stories they want to report on and what their viewers and readers pay attention to. I also regularly, like I set a calendar reminder to touch base with my news contacts so I can find out what they need. You know, even if I don't have a story to pitch, I reach out to them periodically to see how I might be able to help them. And I also try to find out, and this is a good tip that I learned early on, mm -hmm. I try to find out how reporters want to be contacted because in this day and age, some of them want a tweet or a text. They don't really want a traditional news release or even a phone call. So if your credit union has the resources to have someone like me or someone in their marketing department who can take on those tasks, it really pays off in the long run because you you may get favorable news coverage right away, and that's good exposure for your credit union. It enhances your reputation, might even help you grow membership, and it's to your advantage in the long run because you have solid relationship with a reporter. If something ever goes wrong, they know they can call you first. Wow, great perspective. Sharon, you're starting to sound like a public relations manager, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I seriously think people replay this back and share this with their colleagues because, boy, there's a lot of nuggets in what you just said just in response to that single question right there. That's that's awesome. Now, I had a chance to look at your website. It's deltacommunitycu.com. Put in Delta Community CU and just actually do a search and put in Speakers Bureau. You'll get to a URL on your website that showcases tremendous organization. So I see that you're super organized. I can hear from your voice and your responses. Super organized. That helps. I think that'll help credit unions out there. 
Would you please share with our listeners a little bit more about your structure that you have on your website and how, again, that may be helpful? Sure. So when we decided to create the Delta Community Speakers Bureau, we first identified executives and other subject matter experts, or SMEs, who were willing to take part. Not all of them wanted to. Not all of them had the time to. But we identified those who could. And then I wrote a little bio for each person explaining what their background is and what they do now and what subjects they're available to address. So in addition to financial services topics that you would think any credit union could address. We also have an expert who can tell you how to market to millennials. We can we have someone who can talk about risk management or leadership, and those are topics that any industry is interested in or any nonprofit group might be interested in. So we went about it that way. We found the people who could take part in our bureau. We defined who they are and what subjects they can address. And then we posted it on our website. We provide a couple of email addresses so people can easily get in touch with me or someone else on my team and request a speaker. And then instead of just letting it sit out there stagnant, I update the everyone's bio at least once a year. And I regularly contact chambers of commerce and civic groups and other professional organizations who might need a speaker. And that way I make sure that our executives get some visibility that pays off in good PR for our credit union. And it also helps people who live in the communities that we serve. Wow, super organized, great rationale and support for why you're doing what you're doing, how you structure that. I think, you know, listeners, do you have this on your website? Is that something that could be valuable? You know, talk about that with your colleagues, just having... It on your website also, you know, opens it up for keyword searches that people are doing to find experts in your community. And so this is so great that Delta Community Credit Union is doing this. A lot of financial organizations, you know, may want to sell and, and people don't want to hear and, and feel that sell. Instead, they want solutions. So you are a solution provider. You are there to help members of your community and of course, everybody sees that it's associated with your organization, Delta Community Credit Union. So I think it's a win-win. sounds like it's a lot about developing relationships with the folks in your community who are with the media outlets, but make it easy for them. And as you mentioned, I think earlier, get to know your media and follow them in the TV. Where is there a segment that might fit in or in the newspaper? So that's fantastic. So in closing remarks here, Sharon, your organization, Delta Community Credit Union, looks very prepared and open, available to offer their support to help the community. What kind of benefits have you seen or are you seeing? I know you mentioned some, but just as a summary, what kind of benefits are you seeing from your planning and flexibility to help your community and partner with media outlets? Well, there are a few benefits to fostering a good relationship with news media and with just people in your community. So from a public relations perspective, the greatest benefit of a strong media relationship is that your local news reporters get to know you personally, your, your PR or marketing person, and your company. So in the short term, that benefits your credit union, maybe with favorable news coverage, which supports marketing efforts to grow your company or to grow your membership, and it can enhance your reputation with your existing credit union members. 
It also supports our broader industry because it can educate consumers about the benefit of credit union membership. But most importantly, and as a media relations and public relations person, this is the most important thing to me, being responsive and helpful to news media or reporters in good times may protect us against unfavorable news coverage in bad times. So, for example, if a credit union is the target of a data breach or some other catastrophe, you want to be the first call a news reporter makes. So if you've already built a relationship with a news reporter or an assignment editor, they're going to trust you to give them accurate information so you can control that message and hopefully mitigate potential reputational damage, and they can produce fair and accurate news stories. If your credit union doesn't have a lot of organically grown news, you can generate your own. About a year ago, we realized that several of our branches would be turning 10 years old in 2017 and 18. Hmm. So we just planned these little anniversary celebrations at each local location, and we invited local politicians and civic partners like high school principals that we support, and also invited local media. So it didn't become redundant because our branches are all over. There's a local paper in every little town. The local media have not shown up to these branch anniversary mm-hmm. celebrations, but every single one of them runs my story and photo when I send it to them afterward because nice. they like seeing their local people in the paper as well. Um, another thoughts. tool, yeah, another tool at our, at our disposal for um, just fostering media relations is our website blog. So I try to write blogs that are specifically targeted for the news media. If there's a national story that I can make into a local story, I'll write a blog about it and put in a quote from one of our subject matter experts. And after it's posted on our website, I'll also send it to a news reporter and say, hey, did you see that millennials now have the biggest share of mortgages? You should write a story about this for your newspaper. Well, as you know, very often reporters are just, they're as stretched as thin as any of us, and they'll just reprint the blog. So that's news coverage for us. Wonderful. you have to use a lot of tools at your disposal. So make it easy for them, but do your homework, and that all strengthens a great relationship. So it's positive for the media, it's positive for the community, and it's definitely positive for your organization. It's so neat that you're willing to share, and your organization is willing to share what you're doing with others, others not just in the United States, but all over the world. So we have listeners from over 25 countries now on the Q's podcast and the show. So what a great treat to offer to our listeners. Thanks again. You're welcome, James. Take care. Wow. That was such a fun opportunity to connect with Sharon Renault, Public Relations Manager of Delta Community Credit Union. It was great that she was willing to share her expertise to help others. All right, folks, that is a show. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, very, very interesting. Lots of great nuggets you can take and apply. And uh, please do that. Take action. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you found value in this podcast, there is a lot more podcasts out there. We offer an accused podcast, a whole series of podcasts that have been recorded in the past. We always have new ones coming. And also, if you like to do me a favor, please share this podcast with a friend, with a colleague. Do that to 10 people. Uh, we have listeners right now in 24 different countries out there, but there's 
so much more we can grow in the community and uh, it's all because of you that we continue to grow the podcast and continue to produce the shows that we produce so we put a lot of time and effort into this we hope you enjoy it and uh, don't forget keep coming back hughes.org slash podcast you can also subscribe to the podcast and major podcast directories such as itunes google play and stitcher that way all episodes are automatically uploaded to your device you never have to wait for more talent development content from Q's, visit Q's.org now. That is C-U-E-S dot O-R-G. If you're a Q's member, you have access to invaluable membership benefits to further enhance your development. Visit Q's.org slash membership to learn more. Q's is an international credit union association. Our mission is to educate and develop credit union CEOs, directors, and future leaders. To learn how Q's can help you realize your potential, visit Q's.org today.